Hello? Does this work? Hello, hello, hello. And welcome to the first ever, you know, possibly last episode of my podcast. Uh, Name pending at the moment. But I'm not completely sure how this works, so I'm going to figure it out. And if I absolutely hate this, then I guess I don't have to figure it out. Okay, but let's get started with talking about some spooky, scary stuff of the past. Today, I thought I'd start out with something that I think is quite interesting as a very, very belated Halloween kind of feel of it. The origin of a vampire. Now, see, not a real one. Um, And, you know, it's very speculated that she was specifically the origin of vampires but in general serial killers of the past were seen to be like starting the myths of vampires i need to adjust this mic i think i'm doing this wrong i think i may have just gotten significantly quieter but that's okay we're figuring this out together i'm standing a little back but my ac is on I'm aware. It's November. It's November 7th. It's not Halloween anymore. It's not vampire time, and it's no time for air conditioning. But I I run hot. I'm wearing this sweater. I'm still, still, you know, my mindset's still Halloween, so I figured we'd just jump right in, talk about quote-unquote vampires. This episode's gonna have murder, it's gonna have blood, it's gonna have a lesbian, it's gonna have all it's gonna have all the aspects that you want in a true crime. See this I don't know if this is gonna be a true crime. I'm gonna talk about things I like, gonna talk about music, might talk about art, mostly gonna talk about true crime. Because that's what my brain fills up with. Okay. Not gonna clap. I think that'll ruin So just pretend like I did one of those, a a nice clap right there. And we're going to get right into it. So we're going to be talking about Elizabeth Bathory from Hungary. She was around during the pre-modern times of the 1500s, 1600s, 16th century kind of thing. Uh, Surprisingly, not really surprisingly, actually, coming from the current myth of vampires. She's from Transylvania, born there. Um, She's mostly Hungarian, though. Uh, That's where she spent most of her time. Uh, I think northern northern Hungary. Okay, she was born in 1560 to George Bathory um, and her mother, Anna Bathory. They're not very crucial, say, creatures to this story. But her background and the fact that she had a lot of wealth, she came from a noble past, is a giant part of the fact that she was never, like, she could get away with a lot. Uh, she, you know, she could get away with a lot. She was a product of intermarriage slash incest, but who wasn't in the 16th century? Sorry. Sorry to anyone who's incest from the You know, it's okay. Uh, you know? But see, she was a product of incest intermarriage from Hungarian families. So Transylvania wasn't really where everything happened, but, you know, goes with the whole vampire thing. Uh, the bo- <laughs> her family was very rich, very powerful, and Protestants. So during this time, with the Protestant-Catholicism rivalry, no one really wanted to upset that. So there was a lot going on on many, many levels with how she wasn't captured, how she could get away with so much. Okay, 
Her family included princes, war heroes, and church officials, which she basically all used to her benefit over time. Uh, her family was rumored to have some Satan-worshipping secret rituals. No one really would have stopped that, honestly, if that was happening. She had a bisexual in her family. Her aunt was bisexual. Doesn't really add anything to this story, but I thought that was interesting. I think, you know, anytime I can tell someone there's another bisexual in this world, why not? Um, and her uncle was a drunk, so... The more you know, the more I learn. Her reputation for... She had this reputation, you know, for torturing and murdering people. Not really a reputation. <laughs> she did those things. Uh, servants, though. And, I mean, sometimes not servants. But it was mostly young women. I'm going to say girls. Because, hear me out. Saying young women makes it feel more like she knew these people. It was more, not new, but it was more like around her age. Because she wasn't, like, old, you know. Uh... Killing started around, I think, when she was in her, like, 30s, I'm gonna guess, but also I may be so wrong. I'm gonna have to check that, because, you know what, no, I'm, I'm just gonna keep going. Anyway, oh, my computer shut off. <laughs> See, guys, um, I'm not exact. this is gonna, this is rough, this is gonna, this is gonna be rough. I will not lie, this is going to be significantly rough, but I'm going to try and talk a little faster. I'm worried this is going to be quite long, and I don't need to do that right now. Or, not now, but... See, this is... Getting off track, getting off track. Okay. Let's keep going. Okay. She would... So, Elizabeth. I'm going to call her Elizabeth. She was a countess, but I'm just going to refer to her as Elizabeth. So, Elizabeth would assemble servant girls and torture them for any minor mistake. It was accounted that she would rip apart a servant's mouth with her bare hands after she made a sewing mistake. In the 17th century in Hungary, torturing servants wasn't technically a crime, but it was considered quote-unquote impolite. So, no one really was going to be like... Don't do that. Shut up. Would have saved a lot of people, a lot of trouble. When she visited other aristocratic families, the first thing she would do was she would request a private room so she could torture her servants on the go. Little first thing you gotta do. A weird coincidence with the... Not really a weird coincidence. It's very much correlated. But every servant girl that she at first tortured bigger breasts than her bigger bigger boobs that was a key thing um in this time a lot of women motivated it was or not even just in this time but in general police still think that a lot of women motivated is for jealousy rather than just the thrill of the murder which i mean i guess was the case in elizabeth's case but in the sense where it wasn't it was jealousy for their looks, but also that power she had over them because she at first only chose serving girls. She had that dominance over them. So she would pick she would pick young girls, she would pick girls with bigger breasts than her and murder them. At fifteen, she was actually married to a Hungarian knight who even before any of her torturing even started, he taught her torturing techniques that he learned on the battlefield so that's like you know something you do with your newlywed one time while a maid was brushing elizabeth's hair she pulled it too much and elizabeth slapped the maid so hard she drew blood 
The blood got on Elizabeth, and she discovered the miraculous properties for the skin. She thought she had discovered a new beauty regime, so it was reported that Elizabeth had servant's blood drained, and she bathed in it for the next ten whole years. But this also may have just been reported on how it appeared she had bathed in blood, based on how much she got on her after torturing the servants. She used similar torture, similar luring techniques to that of just like men and kings during that time. Specifically like, oh, what's his name? Uh, DeRay? Oh god, but I don't remember. It's okay. <laughs> Bear with me. She would lure young girls into the castle with promises of, like, rewards and money and just, like, help with their families. Remember, this was, like, she'd lure poor girls in the beginning. Quote, like, remember beginning, because we'll get, we'll get into the more nitty-gritty of it. But she would lure these young girls, and upon the arrival, Elizabeth would torture them all night long and bathe in their blood at dawn. In Elizabeth's cast of characters was her manservant... Uh, who she just called Lad in Hungarian. It's just a man to her. Not much, not much significance. There was also a nurse, kind of like Romeo and Juliet, but not at all like Romeo and Juliet. And then there was Dorothea Snens. I, I'm gonna apologize a lot. I can't, I can't pronounce words. I can't pronounce names like these Hungarian names, and I can't do it. No one, no one, come for me. Uh, but these people came into the picture, um, some in the early beginning of her torturings and some very late into it, and it was kind of known of what she did, just no one, no one questioned it. There was also some, you know, like I said, lesbian activity happening. In the early 1600s, a woman named Anne Dervulia was thought to be one of Elizabeth's lovers who also taught her torturing techniques. The accomplice, the accomplice of Elizabeth's said, and my dog was barking. If anyone, and the only people probably listening are people who know my dog, Flossie. It's Flossie. She's messing me up. I'm going crazy out there. An accomplice of Elizabeth said that Elizabeth would have girls lie naked on her floor and would torture them so heavily that she could, quote unquote, scoop up the blood with a pail. She would even have other servants put cinder blocks over the pools of blood to, to hide all the blood. Because, you know what, that line around, it's not very tasteful decor. Elizabeth would keep a diary of all of her, you know, all of her little things she did. And because a servant died, she wrote down that she was too small. So, this is why I didn't want to say young woman. I just, it didn't, it, it didn't feel right. When I read about things about Elizabeth, it was all said she did this to a young woman and this to a young woman. But it just felt too, like, not, like, enough to show that she just picked these young, vulnerable kids. Like, emphasis on kids, and, like, that's why I'm saying girls. So I just thought I'd put that out there again. Anyone, anyone wondering? At one point when Elizabeth was so sick and couldn't get out of bed, she would actually have one of her servants bring another servant to her to be tortured. Uh, one time Dorothea, remember her, would drag a girl to Elizabeth and she would proceed to bite and rip the flesh off her cheeks, her shoulders, and even her breasts. And you know, not even illness, 
Not even illness or old age could stop Elizabeth, and the thought of old age sent her into a spiral. She began to think that peasant or, like, servant blood, it wasn't good enough. It wasn't good. It wasn't good enough for Elizabeth anymore. So she was like, hmm, let's pick some girls from a noble background to torture. But because they were of noble background, people would start to notice that they were gone missing. So, of course, Elizabeth gaslit them all. So she would tell them that they either murdered each other or committed suicide. Very plausible, very, like, very casual to bring up in a conversation. Oh, that girl that you, uh, you saw me, like, dragging off all bloody. <laughs> she murdered herself. Other girl, nah, 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 nah. Suicide, I swear. I just can't believe it took so long. All it took for people to notice was her doing something in broad daylight. Like, you know what? It's okay. I'll, we'll, we'll get to that. But because people started to notice that things were happening, like, uh, it's stupid that people would believe that... Not stupid. Because this was a time when it was like, people were murdered on battlefields. Like, no one really wanted... Like, no one had cell phones. No one had, like, Netflix to watch. Wouldn't really... They noticed when people got missing, but at the same time, it was like, also, yeah, probably just jumped off a bridge or something. But when families, like, noble families, began suspicious of Elizabeth, they refused to send their daughters to her, so they would just send her peasant girls dressed up as nobility. So I guess Elizabeth wasn't that smart. Wasn't actually a difference in their blood. Who would have thought? Although she's literally, like, a monster. Like, she killed people. It's also connected to the fact that, like, first quote vampire, like, you see what I'm getting at? She ripped their flesh off and drank their blood. And it's from Transylvania, guys. Sounds like a vampire. But also, is just an insane woman. Uh, she made sure that the girls, even though she was literally a fucking monster, she made sure that all the girls she killed got proper Christian burials by a Protestant pastor. But, you know, as the body count rose, the pastor declined doing burials and funerals, but because it's Elizabeth, uh, she, you know, she, uh, what's it called? Uh, she blackmailed this guy. She blackmailed a pastor. Even though all these girls she kept bringing in died of unknown and mysterious causes, he would do it anyway, because, you know, probably had some dirt on that. You know that nice local Protestant pastor? Elizabeth could get what she wanted. The rise of the myth of vampires began as Elizabeth was actually forced to dispose of the bodies in rivers, fields, behind the castle, and in the castle's vegetable garden. So, yeah, I'm gonna guess they didn't want to believe a human could leave a dead girl with bites on her boobs in a garden. And it's to get rid of fear. They made it seem like something that couldn't happen. A mythical creature did this. It just wound up like that, which is fair. And I'll, I would rather believe that a vampire that couldn't affect me could kill someone rather than, like, let's say, my next-door neighbor. Between Vienna and Hungary, over the span of 10 years, Elizabeth had killed around 650 girls. And yeah, people knew this was going on, but couldn't say anything in fear of being silenced by Elizabeth's powerful family. And by silenced, I mean probably killed. I'm gonna have to go with killed on this one. Okay, there are two instances 
where Elizabeth, two main, let me say, she was saved every single time. The two main instances and two main reasons why Elizabeth was never caught in the beginning. One, there was no law in 16th century Hungary after the war with the Turks and her, sol her soldier husband lifted up her status so much that I guess murder and law didn't affect her. Also, Elizabeth, like I said, was a Protestant and people didn't really want to mess with the Protestant-Catholic rivalry that was happening at the time. And, you know, no one really wanted to mess that up even after 1608, which was the Peace of Vienna. Okay. In 1610, Elizabeth, at her most untouchable point because of her social position, she felt that the law would never reach her, so of course she had her servants toss four girls that she had killed from the castle. Um, see, this is what I mean by, um, can't pronounce words, but take my, take my word on this. Castle C-S-E with a little, a little accent mark. I almost called it a maker on. <laughs> J-T-H-E-S. Um, okay. Threw these girls off of that castle in full view of villagers. And, you know, these villagers reported it to the king. And finally, the Hungarian parliament ordered an investigation of Elizabeth and her castle, where they found many dead bodies drained of blood, without hair, without boobs, and with their, their genital burned. So in 1611, her servants, servants not her, were tried and executed, and she wasn't put on trial. But eventually... Finally, she got a death sentence and wasn't killed. Just locked up in her castle, but pretty much bricked up in a little space, had no human contact, and had a little, little door for food. And I'm going to guess, because of natural causes, not much that anyone could reach her there, at 55, she died. And that was the end of a, the Countess Elizabeth's, like reign of terror her reign of terror was over elizabeth bathory's reign of terror ended around 1611 because she was locked up in her castle and not put to death but you know what it's okay it's okay because along the way choices were made things had happened and she became a vampire she murdered so horribly, not horribly, I mean well, she murdered well, she murdered so good, <laughs> that she became a myth and a tale. She, the face of vampires everywhere. But, you know what? That's all I have. That's all I have. That's all I have. A story about a, a, a not even a vampire. And a lesbian named Liz. So, that's all I have for today, folks. Uh... Now, uh, let's think. Can I talk about anything else? Ooh, how about I credit where I got all of this bloody information? Serial Killers by Peter Vorosky. Love that book. It's a very good book. I recommend it to people who are interested in murders, killing. Spoiler or not spoiler, <laughs> there are pictures of actual dead bodies in this. Uh, so maybe don't look at those pictures if you're easily spooked, but I'm guessing if you were easily spooked, you wouldn't be here already. Catch you guys on the flip side, or never if I decide that making a podcast was a horrible idea. I'm going to try and post this without listening to it because I can't stand my voice. 
So we'll see how that goes. Thank you guys. Come back soon. Peace.